catch it. It remains a very, very good FA Cup final. And catch it! Welcome to All Things Sky Blue. Uh, we're doing a game preview for our second game against Sunderland at the Stadium of Light this time. Um, as you can see at the bottom on our tick app, where you can find us, we can find us on Twitter or X. I do need to change that, to be fair. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. We are on YouTube as well. Please go and like and subscribe anything that we do. Uh, we much appreciated. Um, once this goes out on YouTube uh, later on tonight or in the morning, it is on podcasts as well. So you can listen in on Spotify, Amazon um, and other places where you get your podcasts from. We are partnered with the uh, Anecdote Sports Bar at the CBS Arena and we are sponsored by Wright Steel Fabrications, who can do your steelworks uh, up and down the country, but mainly in the West Midlands area and the Warwickshire area. So as always, I'm joined by Mark Smith. Good evening, Mark. You okay? Yes. Hi, Stuart. Hi, everyone. Yep, good. Thank you. Good, good, good. And from the Wise Men Say podcast, we're joined by Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Good evening. You all right, lad? Hi, Jimmy. You okay? Very good. Very good. Good. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, before we get into everything, can you just let people know uh, where we can find you and what you guys do? Yeah, so we're Sunderland's longest running independent fanzine. We've been going for just over 10 years now. Um, so it's mainly podcasts. We've also got a website with some sort of articles writing on there as well. Um, we, we do a bit of YouTube, but it's mainly just podcasts on YouTube. So yeah, it's at Wide Wednesday Pod on your usual social media outlets except TikTok. I don't know why we don't have TikTok, but that's not my responsibility. So. <laughs> Okay. I'm, not the, I'm not the social media manager. I just do what I'm told. So don't, don't blame you. But we have all the rest of the social media. So it's at Wise Men Say Pod. At Wise Men Say Pod, yeah. Yeah. Lovely, nice. brilliant. Thank you very much. So uh, let's get into it then. So the last game, uh, obviously, was at the CBS Arena uh, fairly early on in the season. Um, it did pan out to be a nil-nil. Uh, and obviously, as we go through this, we'll go through the uh, the changes that that both clubs, to be fair, uh, have gone yeah. through. But obviously, yours more recently than probably ours, to be fair. Um, yeah. So yeah. So uh, did you go to the game? Did you watch the game at the CBS Arena? How did you think it went on your on your side? I didn't go um, primarily because after I went to where we played. Do you remember when we played you in League One? When Lee Catmull scored at the back end of the first half, and then it, I think we drew one all that that day, if I remember yeah. rightly. And I think so. I um, I was like, after that game, I was like, I don't really need to go. <laughs> I'm joking. I, um, I didn't go. Um, I've only been gone to once. I would go again, but um, so I, I, yeah, it was a, it was a fairly sort of standard in the world, wasn't it? Uh, I was quite pleased. With the um, with the result, insofar as 
the way you ended the season, obviously against the playoff final, a uh, really good side. Obviously, you've got other things who we liked from last season. Um, I was expecting I was expecting to lose that game, and I'm I'm normally known as being the most positive guy on live Wednesday in terms of like predicting which games someone we're going to win. And I normally think we're going to win games and whatever, but I wasn't confident playing you guys away, so I was quite happy with them though. Um, I, if I'm honest, I think you've probably not been as good as what I thought you were going to be um, since the start of the season. Um, obviously, losing Gifford and Hayno were big. Um, my wife's a Sheffield United fan, so I've obviously seen a bit of Gus Hayno playing for them, and he's definitely their best player. So I can understand why like, you, you guys are missing him, obviously, he's playing them. And Gifford has banged him in, uh, in, in Portugal as well for Lisbon, as we said, that's good. But, yeah, um, I, I, you've still, you've got one of the best man in the division. I, I, you know, Matt Lovins, I think he's, he's been great. If you look at his body of work, what he's done for you guys, I, I would, I would, I would slash would still like to have him manage us in terms of like what you know the type of manager he is, what I think he can do. Um, but yeah, I think the nil nil was kind of, um, kind of like a good result for us in as far as we didn't lose which i thought we would but also obviously contextually in the league given what we the stated aims of the club and whatever we want to do it's it's also like could we have done more given that well i think could we have done more if you look at where we were as a as a, as a side at the time like getting obviously it was before the end of the window and stuff wasn't it so we hadn't fully got all the signings because obviously yeah. you, you did your business early getting things and had your items with probably your two main signings, we we didn't really make any signings. No, um, well, I mean, we made signings, but were they of no pop? The, the ju- I mean, you, you guys will probably know what this is like. The jury's out on a lot of our signings, even now in December. So back in August, it was definitely out, even more. Really? Yeah, I was quite happy with the draw, um, and I think Carl. If I'm going to fill up that game, I think you guys probably would have thought you'd win. I think you probably should have won, but we were quite happy with the point. Um, and it's just never a good place to go, essentially. Yeah, it's it's it is a bit of a weird one. Obviously, um, me and Mark were both there, we're both season ticket holders, and uh, for me anyway, you know, it's always a hard fought game against um, against Sunderland. Really, um, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think, Mark. Just remind me, um, mm. did we play Middlesbrough first? And then Sunderland, or was Sunderland first? No, we played Middlesbrough first, second as our first hand game of the season. That was yeah. Who did we play in between? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, who did we play in between? Watford. Did we play Swansea? Uh, we played Swansea away. Yes. Um, I, yeah, I think Watford at home. But I think that might be after Sunderland. Thinking about it. Right. Okay. So there was think... Swansea. So. For me, anyway, look, Sunderland's always a hard game. Uh, and, you know, if I remember rightly, it was a very, uh, as you said, it was, as it was, I think it was a typical maybe nil-nil. Um, yeah. You know, both had chances, both missed chances, I think, as well. Um, and, you know, I, like I said, I, if we, look, we, we, we did start off okay. We started off okay-ish, I suppose. Um but you know, we we lost against Leicester first game of the season. Uh, you know, 
uh, an unlucky loss, if if you like. It was just yeah, a catch I, I, I was listening to that game because we played it switch as the late kickoff. I live I live, I live in Liverpool. I don't live in in Sunderland or Durham. Oh, okay. So I I've got a season ticket, so I basically have to drive like two and a half hours for every yeah, home yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So driving up to the Ipswich game on the first on the first day of the season, we were the half five kickoff, half foot, whatever it was. And I remember listening to your game versus Leicester on like I think it's called Sport whatever. And it sounds like a very even game, given obviously what they had because the Arsenal fans and obviously what you. It was a bit, a bit, it's a bit of a, a bit of a rivalry, is it? It must be a bit of a rivalry, like. Um. Yeah, we need to geographically speaking. Yeah, it's known as the M six M sixty nine derby. Yeah. Uh, because it is literally down the M sixty nine, and and we are quite close. To be fair, they're probably closer to us than uh, what Birmingham is. Uh, mm. And Villa are, and, yeah. and they're probably more known to be our rivals more than Leicester. But it's known as the M69 derby because they are quite close, ge- definitely yeah. geographically. Anyway, um, so it, was a hard day. it was a hard game for you guys to start the season, wasn't it? Wasn't it given? Yeah, it, yeah, look, it was, and we we gave a good account of ourselves. And then our first home uh, home game, you know, we absolutely battered Middlesbrough three 0 That was more surprising than anything, really. Yeah. Um, and then kind of our form started to go a little bit and you know it, it was it was that do you think mark it was at that point that our season slowed down if you like yeah i mean we played well at leicester uh we won uh, we lost two one well, say we won we were winning one nil shall i say and uh really it was just two bits of quality that that won in the game um with Dewsbury Hall, yeah. Although, what we did, we did Hamer did actually play his one and only game for us, yeah. In that he did, game. Yeah. So that might explain why we kind of gave him a really good game. Um, he did Middlesbrough, yeah. Middlesbrough played well. I mean, after that, um, Drew at Swansea, Drew, Drew against um, Watford, um, I think my fixtures out, um. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, obviously, Drew Swansea, but we drew to Sunderland, obviously, and then we drew to yeah. Watford. Drew to Hull, lost to Cardiff, <laughs> and Drew to Huddersfield, and then we got our first win away from home. That is at the end of uh, September against QPR. So QPR, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think we've been to be honest. We haven't been playing badly. We've been playing okay. We just haven't. We haven't been taking our chances. That's been yeah. our problem. Yeah, that has Recent, been a big problem. Recently, we've been playing better. Um, I mean, the game last week against Le- against Leeds. Um, you know, it's the sort of game where you expect to be. Not don't have a lot of possession, particularly away from home. Is it? But yeah. we, we 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 played really well there and uh, we defended well. And we really our main real chance we scored. Now it's from a Bobby. Well, I mean, you know, a point away at Ellen Road, given what they are in this division, is is a really good point. I mean, yeah. Um, not I don't I don't like mean to be like oh look what we did against them like directly, but obviously like we we played them last Tuesday, we beat them, but it was at home, and yeah. I thought that I I I was. Thinking like, let's be honest. Like, if you look at the the value of their squad, what players they've got, a point would be great. I did never yeah. admit think we'd beat them, um, and it would be twice as hard playing the Melbourne Road. So, uh, to, for you guys to get a point from that game, I think would be really good, really? especially given, you know, obviously how if if you look at the way they play, especially the way they play at home. If you look at obviously the leads and the you know the atmosphere where they play at home. It's, it's one of the hardest places to go in 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 the championship, and it's uh, yeah, good result. I don't know. I think. Yeah, yeah, and 
obviously, I've just, you know, you've just mentioned it there. Obviously, you played Leeds, you beat Leeds 1-0. Your last home game uh, before that was West Brom uh, and you beat West Brom as well. So you've beaten team good teams at home. Um, and, you know, I, I to be fair, I was at the start of the week, I was uh, I, I was a little bit more optimistic. But when I actually looked to teams that you've beaten at home, you've beat some really, really good teams at home. It's, um, weird, so... it's weird because last season, our away record was markedly better than our home record. Whereas this season, our home record is a lot better than last season. And our, our away record is just like tanking. Like we, we barely win the all the way. Whereas last season, we were doing a lot better. So... Um, I'm quite happy we're playing at home, to be fair, because, um, you, you know, back when we played in August, I was still thinking we're more of an away team than a home team. So, um, again, you know, I was thinking it'd be as hard as to go, I think we'll get something. Whereas uh, this home game, it's weird for me to think actually maybe we are good at home again. So, yeah, I mean, West Brom game and Lee, I mean, there were two totally different teams and we played in two totally different ways. But don't forget, we've also got a new manager now as well, whereas both of those were Mike Dobbs, who's uh, who was our caretaker manager then. But to be fair to him, like he's he he uh, he set us up in two totally different ways against two totally different teams. We got the result both times, um, and he's he's like really hands on sort of. He's been like, a big part of the coaching staff, and he's been promoted to assistant manager with with Beal. So hopefully he'll still have quite a lot of influence because I really rate the guy. I think he's a really good coach and, and he's done well for us. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's on Saturday going to be it's going to be interesting to see with the added Beal factor coming for us as the new manager, and then you guys obviously have got a really good point away at Leeds. I mean, not many teams are going to leave Ellen Road with, with a point. Um, I know I'd be happy with us getting a point there. I'm sure you guys are happy with getting a point there. I mean, yeah, unless you're Leicester, you pro- even I mean, even Leicester, even like Leicester and Ipswich, they'd also be happy with a point away. I think, you know, us as Cov fans, you know, we uh, we definitely are. Obviously, there has been 18 games played since we last played each other. Uh, you've won nine, you've lost seven and you've drew two. So, you know, your form, you know, is on the rise at home as such. Because I think them, mm. uh, them sort of early losses, I think they came, you know, just slightly after our, uh, our game anyway, really. But as you've mentioned already, you know, Michael Beale. Um, the honest answer is I'm not a massive fan of Michael Beale. Kind of, I'm happy that he's actually come in now and not after our game uh, because it gives him, if you like, a week to implement the things that he wants to implement. And hopefully the players get a little bit confused with what Dodds was trying to do, what Beale's trying to do. And, you know, it might play into our hands a little bit. In all honesty, how do you feel about the feel, Mark? Yeah, I mean, he's he, he started well at uh, QPR. Then he said that uh, Wolves approached him and uh, he was happy there and he was, you know, wanted to stay loyal. Then he went and Glasgow Rangers came calling him and he buggered off to them. He didn't ever do a great job there. Um, I think it's a 
an interesting appointment by Sonnen's a risky one. I think it's fair to say, Jimmy, that it's kind of been met with mixed reaction by the, the Mackinac fans, would you say? Mixed at best, I'd say. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think I've spoken to anybody or read many, many tweets or posts or whatever that have been, been positive about it, which um, is, is unusual, even for our, uh, even for our fan base, it's quite unusual. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's not given what we thought we were. Because the best way to sum up is Mowbray was doing pretty well. He wasn't necessarily doing as well as as we think we can do for the club, but also I don't think he did a lot wrong a lot wrong at all to to lose his job. So then when he does lose his job, you think right. So this must mean that we're going to get someone who's going to really take us to the next level, like. Even if it's a left field, never heard of him, appointment, whatever, that's fine as long as it's somebody who, you know, has a potential. If you look at like uh, like when Norwich appointed Parker, or you look at when, you know, uh, Rob Edwards went to Luton, I guess, there could be another similar, you know, the way he transformed the club. You, you, that type of appointment. And then it's like, you see the rumours coming like, it's Michael Beale. like, yeah, I don't get the job. It's Michael Beale, like, you know, he's the sat by Rangers, he's going to keep you off a bit. And then it, as it started to gather pace, and was like, "We're not actually going to appoint Michael Bill." And then we just we just did. It, 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 was, <laughs> it was very underwhelming. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not totally against it because obviously for him to get where he has in the game, obviously he worked with Gerard at, at Villa, he worked with Gerard at Rangers. He was, assist, he, you know, he, he's done like, loads of youth work at like Liverpool and whatever, blah blah, which is great. But his managerial record consists of him managing QPR until he got an offer of a better job and then he just sacked it off and just left them. Then he went to Rangers and just tanked it. Um, and obviously it's different insofar as at Rangers. Um, he he was having to be like a sort of good manager rather than just a coach who was going to do transfer. So he, he won't have to do the transfer side of the here, but it's still kind of worrying that we've appointed him. Um, and I, if I'm honest, I think it's probably like he he was out of work and available. So more attractive to us than the managers who... who yeah, do you... Get, yeah. All right, do you, do you think that they, that they appointed him maybe a day or two days early? Because obviously Cooper's available now. Yeah, would yeah. Take, I mean, would you take a Cooper? Would I take Cooper with me for 100%? Of course I would, yeah, absolutely. Um, but would... With Steve Cooper, I mean, actually, you know, Steve Cooper might, you know, it, you know, we we're a big club, and um, we may be attractive for him. Whether he wants to go from one job to another, I don't know. But yeah, it, it's a good point to make. Um, I think with Beal, he's if if I'm being honest, I think he's quite lucky to have the job. Like, it, I don't mean that in like an arrogant, like we're better than everybody else way. But if you look at like the way his previous job went, if you look at what he did to QPR. And like with the greatest respect to QPR, like he, he kind of left them in, in the in in whatever to go to Rangers, and yet it still looked out by getting like what is I mean would would like most people say probably like some jobs a better job than the QPR job anyway, and he's left. So yeah, I think he's quite lucky. Not to say he won't be good, but he's definitely underwhelming, and he needs to go for a good start. I think yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's obviously right. We've got Newcastle in the cup in, in January as well, which is um, yeah. another whole kettle of fish that I don't, 
I think I think t- for t- you know in the defence of Beal a little bit, I suppose I think it's a good thing that you are you have got your home game as his first game because yeah. you're quite good at home um, yeah. and the crowd's going to be there and they're going to be getting behind the team anyway. Even if they're exactly. not 100% behind Beal, they're behind the team. Well, that's it. And, 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 exactly that, because like some people, um, I've seen sort of people say, well, because of the negative reaction of the media, like, oh, it's not fair. Like, as if sort of some, because as you guys know, as football fans, I mean, you, I'm sure you've been in a similar position where just because you criticise something the club does doesn't mean you're not going to turn up and support the club. Anyway, it's like it's like football fans are allowed to criticise their club if they think something's wrong. That doesn't mean they're going to not turn up on Saturday and support them. It's like fans will do both. Of course, he's going to get the back in. And if we, you know, it's a home game and it's his first game. And even if people didn't want him there, people will say, like, you know, he's a new man. We'll give him a chance because that's what you do. Exactly. Um, and but you also reserve the right to be able to say, I don't necessarily think this is a good appointment. Yeah, hundred percent. So let's hope that, I mean, not, not so much you guys, but I'm, I'm hoping that he gets off to a good start. Because the issue I have is if he doesn't get off to a good start, he's not got much like goodwill like there to use. Whereas, for example, you t- Tony Mowbray had good. So under Mowbray, like when we were great, we were really, I mean, obviously he managed you guys, so I guess you probably had similar. Like when, when you're good, you're really good. But yeah. sometimes when you're not, it, it, it's quite bad. But Mowbray built up the goodwill whereby people were happy to, Sort of say, you know what? We did, we we lost the game. We weren't good, fine. But we know generally we've been good in the road race, so we'll, we'll, you know, we'll we'll keep on sort of battling whatever. Whereas Beal's probably not going to have that in so far as if we get off to a bad start, people going to be like, well, you shouldn't have fighting him. We knew he was going to be crap, whatever. So why have you? And yeah, yeah. I, cool. Look, I, I I liken, I suppose, I liken the scenario really to the Rooney situation at Birmingham. Yeah. You know, um, Eustace was was pushed. I know. Look, M- Mowbray. I think Mowbray is known to have a really, really good start, uh, and he kind of fades because he did with us when he when he managed us. You know, I-, I think we won our first six or seven games on the bounce under Mowbray, and then all of a sudden we just dipped and got worse and worse yeah. and worse. I think it lasted a little bit longer for you guys. Yeah, um, yeah, it was more like he peaked. To get us in the playoffs, we went number. The run we went to yeah. get in those playoffs is given like we got no more Blackburn or Preston and a couple of the teams. It was like everyone was just sort of fighting because you, you guys and Borough and Luton were already basically in there, and it was like we were all fighting out for the last place. Yeah, even just like the run we went to just even being contentious was like unbelievable considering how good we'd been previously. Like we. We we were like it was like we won three games in a row, twice didn't quite get four in a row. It was like we won three in a row, didn't win one, then won another three in a row. But it was like you're looking around, everybody else is doing the same thing. And if you look yeah. at the squad mode we had with us, it was like there was barely any defenders fit. We didn't have a striker because Ross Stewart was crap. We had That's right, but yeah. somehow we just kept going and going and we, we made it. Yeah. Uh, and and it was almost like he was too successful then. And that was like a lot. He made the rod for his own back as far as like not so much with fan base, but obviously with the club. I think well, if he's not doing this well again, then we need to change because we need to keep because the the minimum. Give we got in the playoffs last season. Obviously, the expectation is minimum. We do that again. Yeah. No fan's going to be like 
well, I want a worse season than last season, are they? <laughs> not going to happen. So we, we got in the playoffs last season, so we have to get in the playoffs again, because if we don't, it's going to be a worse season than last season. Yeah. You can't justify getting in the playoffs one year, especially as a newly promoted club, and then be like, oh, well, we didn't make it this year, but it's still good, because it's obviously not. So yeah. Beale, that's another thing with Beale's getting pressure on him because obviously we're top with, you know, we, we were six and now seven, but we the level on points is now. It's, it's, it's so tight this day of the season. Points don't matter so much, but the key thing is we're in touch, but we were also in touch when Moby was landing us. And it's yeah, like, what is Beale going to do? What's Beale going to do that Mowbray didn't or couldn't do to make us like, to make the whole thing make sense? Because the point doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. Obviously, if he does well, it may do. But that's where I and probably a lot of other Sullivan fans are at with it. It's like, yeah, you, I suppose you've just got to wait and see, haven't you? Really, yeah. yeah. Uh, but on our side, Mark, we've you know, we've had uh, obviously not necessarily, obviously, not manager wise, because obviously, Mark for us, Mark Robbins is God and is we want him to be there forever. Uh, but in terms of formation, because obviously, when we did play Sunderland last time, we were very much a you know. Five three two one or a three four one two, however you want to work it out with playing wing backs. Um, we've now steadied the ship a little bit, uh, and we've reverted to a you know a four three three or a a four five one scenario. Yeah. Um, how do you think that that's going to uh, pose a threat to uh, Sunderland? And do you think he'll he'll stick with a four three three, or do you think he'll switch it up a little bit? Um, I, I, I don't see any. I think we'll keep the same sort of formation. I think. Um, I think looking at Sunderland, um, they've, they, certainly when Mike Dodds was their caretaker manager, they they sort of have been switching their formations for different games. So it's difficult to predict how they, Mike, and then now we've got a new manager, so it's even harder to exactly. predict. I, I have no idea what what, what, what he's going <laughs> to pick. So what what I can say is I think. I, I did watch the Leeds game and I thought defensively Sunderland were really, really good in that game. They defended for their lives and they really earned that win because that was a really tough game. That was a really good win. So first and foremost, it's going to be a tough game. I think I would keep the same lineup. I would not like that, so the same formation. Um, <clears throat> I would like to see this. I'd probably, I mean, he, he went with um, the Silver starting on the left last game. So I would, I'd be tempted to go with Hadji Wright um, for this game. Um, I like to see Ellis Sims. Um, I think there's a place he could score. I think Sunderland, you know, he's played at Sunderland, so he knows, he knows, he knows where the back of the net is there. So yeah, look, he was great. He was great for us. I mean, yeah. when he was fit is the caveat, but when he was fit, he was great. They yeah. never recalled him in January, which we weren't expecting. That's right. Kind of yeah. the strike plan was ever either Yeah. I think. I mean, what I've noticed at Sunderland is they're quite good on set pieces. I mean, you look at the, mm. the goal against Leeds. About uh, Dan, Dan Ballard scored a good header. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think he did he score. He did score against West Brom as well, actually, um, as well. So he, I think, I think set piece is one where we have to be careful on. Obviously, I look, the other thing, the formation that I like is that obviously I'd imagine that um, Patrick Roberts will be probably starting for Sunderland on the wing. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think he'll be playing on the right. I think Clark sometimes plays up front or sometimes moves off to the left a little bit. Uh, Alex Pritchard also sort of plays kind of midfield, attacking midfield. So I think the advantage of our formation is is that we can double up on players. And I think in the games that I've seen us play, like the Birmingham game, I thought uh, Van Ivac, Sakamoto did a really good job on um, Shriki Dembele for Birmingham. 
So I think that I think similar formation for me. I think bearing my away from home, it's probably worth persevering with Lati Baudier. So I would probably go with four one four one type of formation. Okay. Um, something like that. So and you're going you're going with the formation that we we beat uh, we drew with Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Sunderland are, you know, as you said earlier, are a good side at home. Um, but you look at their league season, you know, 10 wins, nine defeats. So, you know, it's inconsistent. Um, and whilst they've had some good wins against the likes of West Brom and Leeds, they've lost to teams like Huddersfield, who you probably wouldn't expect them to, to, to you know. So, yeah. it, it, you know, Sunderland, are, like ourselves, we just don't know what, what team turns up on the day. But I think it's a game, from our point of view, if we want to get up the table, we've got to look to get a win. And that's no disrespect to Sunderland. They've done really well. But drawing games is great. But if we could just nick, nick another win, we've only picked up two away wins this season. So it'll be, it'll be a good opportunity to try and improve on that. Um, but Sunderland, really good side. Um, I'm kind of I'm glad that Bill, Bill's in charge because I thought Mike Dodds, you could argue, was unlucky um, to not be continuing on as, as, as yeah, yeah, definitely. He, he did a really good job there. I know that I know they lost to Bristol City last time out. But... Um, I thought he set his team up really well for the West Brom and Leeds game. And um, if I had the choice, I'd rather have Mick Bill playing against them. So, you know, it's, 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 I think, from, I think from our point of view, formation wise, horse of courses, I might make a couple of tweaks to the personnel. As I say, I think Hadji Wright will come to start. Um, maybe Jamie, Jamie Allen might come back into the team in place of uh, Eccles. Um, there's a poss- possibility there. That's probably the only couple of changes I would make. Other than that, I'd probably keep it same side. Okay, cool. Um, so obviously we are closing in uh, on the end of the year. Um, what what is your what for you personally then, Jimmy? What's your main area of focus for the transfer window? Do you think? Um, primarily, uh, we need well, probably we need we need to sign a striker um, who is going to be able to hit the ground running. Um, we have. We have got we have fans strikers who are in various levels of not being ready or not scoring goals or a mixture of both. Um, so I think someone who's but then it's hard because you say you want to find someone who's going to score goals. Um, obviously every team wants that. So how many of them are there versus how many are wanted is is two yeah. questions. So um, realistically, I think we'll probably probably alone a striker. Maybe we also need a centre mid as well because we're quite like that. In, in that area, just generally, and we have been all season because um, Corey Evans, our experience at the mid, he got injured in January. Uh, it was a serious injury. He's probably going to be back early early next year. Daniel, obviously, is great. Um, Pierre will we signed from West Ham. Uh, he's, he's been good, but he, he also is quite injury prone. There's not a lot after that. So, yeah, I think probably a, a striker definitely in the centre mid would be nice. Um, other than that, I think. I think the key is not to lose players. I don't want to lose. I mean, I don't think we will. Well, I say we would be stupid to sell, for example, Jack Clark. Like, bids will come in for Jack Clark, obviously, as they will for numerous other really good championship players across various teams. The key is, like, do you sell now in January when you realistically we're not going to be able to replace him, but we will lose a lot? Um, or do we just keep him? And then see what we can do at the end of the season. Because if you look at the teams bidding, for example, again, Jack Clark, it's, it's teams at the lower end of the Prem table. It's like your Burnley, Paris, wherever. It's like, yeah, he could get half a season in the Prem, but 
for the teams would easily get relegated anyway. So is it that attractive for him? Obviously, you may money wise probably yeah, but football wise, short term yeah, long term maybe not. Um, so I think that's the key for us outgoing wise is to not to not lose any key players. Jack Clark's the main one. Paddy Robertson signed a new deal recently, so I don't think we we're, we're, we're worried about him. Dan Neal uh, is on a long-term deal, so hopefully not. Uh, so, yeah, but you worry with the model we're under, where it's like, you know, it's sustainability, it's all about spending, sorry, making money, spending, blah, blah, blah. You do worry um, about certain players and how much the pound signs may sort of influence decisions, but I'd like to think we won't sell. I mean, it'd be madness to sell Jack Clark, specifically for us, because he's our best player. And we can't replace him. So if we do sell him, then we're just making ourselves worse willfully in the second half of the season, which, which to me makes not a lot of sense because, yeah, the money comes in, but where does that, how does it, we can't replace Jackson. Yeah. We can't buy another Jack Clark. There's not like another Jack Clark just going to appear and be like, oh, yeah, we'll have you instead. We were lucky to, to sign him when we did. Um, and for, for me, I, I hope he wouldn't necessarily think but certainly, for example, Burnley, um, it may be in terms of a bit, but let's be honest, it's probably going to get relegated. So, like, is it really going to be a long-term good move for him? Maybe not. So that's what I'm putting out for. Yeah, well, look, we've been in the same situation. You know, Hamer went to Sheffield uh, United. You know, it looks like they might be coming straight back down anyway. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, football-wise, again, was it a good move? But, you know, money talks in this world, doesn't it? We know yeah. that. Just to let you know, on a striker, if you've got a hundred million, you can go and buy Vic. I would love, love, <laughs> love that. Yeah, I mean, he. I can't believe he that ten million straight from you guys. You say? I mean, I know. Hope. Yeah. To be fair, we are as well. Um, and it looks like he's going to cost a hell of a lot more money. You know. I know that's annoying. Cause you, yeah, because you guys could have. I mean, presumably I like to sell him or something for him. But he, I mean, to be fair. Every game he played against us, even like the first game of last season, we played you at home. Yes. And the goal he scored in that game just like literally out of nothing. And it was like, immediate background to us. You know when you yeah. said, what's the play? Like, That's Clark's here. Yeah. yeah. It was a great yeah. finish. Yeah. 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 Great finish. Yeah. And great finish. Just, yeah. Just, but also, like, you know, his, his physicality, tenacity, he had everything, essentially. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just a shame, really, that I guess he had to go. But, at the same time, there's no real way you could have stopped. Like, there's no way he's playing another season in the championship. Like, I've heard, I've heard no, heard. no, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. Uh, just going on, just going on to Jack Clark uh, quickly before we uh, we start wrapping this up. Do you think the sale of Jack Clark will be on the owner, or do you think it will be on Beal? I, I doubt it'll be on Beal. Other than if Bill comes in and they don't really get on, and he, you know, he may, he may, he may have an influence on it. But if, if Jack, the only way Jack Clark gets sold is just to make money, because there's no footballing reason why we would sell him. We don't need to sell him. He's on a long-term deal. He's not. It's not like he's coming to last year. on If he gets sold, it's on the ownership, and it's a bad decision purely because we have him now playing for us, and we can't replace him. Because he's already too too good. It's in the gap with you guys and Jokers, I guess. It's like he's he's too good to be playing here anyway. We're lucky that we have him. So the best hope we can get is we get promoted while he's playing for us. Yeah. So if that's if that's at the end of the season, I 
I fully expect he will because he will be play, he should be playing at a higher level than championship. Yeah. But to sell him in January is different because we don't need to sell in January. So if we do that, it's like we're selling him, but we also know we can't replace him. And, and whatever we get for him, we won't be able to spend well in January because good deals aren't good. Aren't yeah, exactly. January. Yeah, yeah. Totally um, agree. So, yeah, I think, you know, and if, like getting back to before, if he signs for it, so sort of a bottom half club in January, like the best he can hope for is staying up in the front. But, yeah. you know, is that really, I mean, I think he, he probably knows he can do better than that anyway. Like, not necessarily yeah. with us, but at the same time, if he does want to get, you know, get a promotion with and he's on record and saying, you know, he loves, he loves the club, he loves playing for us, like, shouldn't stay for another few months. Yeah. See if we can get in the playoffs. He'll always be our best player, be our distance maker. So if we're going to get yeah. him over, it's probably going to be down to him anyway. And he can yeah, be the yeah, guy yeah. who did it. And then to go up, he can then get a much better move to a better Prem club if he really wants it. So, yeah, yeah. that's why I think yeah. anyway. Brilliant. Okay. Thank you very much. Right. So, uh, anything else you want to add, Mark, to that? Any other questions that you want to ask Jimmy before we uh, we finish off with our normal um, word association? Um, Jimmy, do you think someone can get in the playoffs this season? Yes. Oh, I do. That was a, that was a straight-worded answer. That yeah. was. No, it, it, it's right. the minimum Given we did it last season, I can't. I can't think we, we should. We, we shouldn't go worse than we did last season. I think. You know, it's not necessarily been the best. It's been good in parts, bad in others. But yes, I think we can. If I was a betting man, I mean, I'm a betting man. I'm not going to bet the show cards, but basically, yes, I think we will. Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much. Right. So, as always, uh, I did the same for um, for Matt that was on here last time. Anyway. Uh, we do a little bit of a word association, so I'll just give you a one word or a couple of worded answers. Um, if you sorry, questions. If you give us a one-worded answer, if you can, if you want to say no comment, that's fine. If it goes on a little bit longer, that's also fine. So don't worry about it too much. So the first one is Stadium of Light. Blue and obvious one. I'm not going to say cold. Cold. Okay. Uh, You've kind of already asked this one, but so I'm not going to ask that one. Uh, favorite away ground? Everton. Okay. Uh, Newcastle United. School. <laughs> That's a word, all right. Them. I hate them with every fiber of my day. Really? <laughs> wow. What is this to like about this? What is there's nothing to like about this? <laughs> okay. Um, Right or wrong to get rid of Mowbray? Wrong. Okay. And the last one, Joe Bellingham. Uh, not probably won't be as good as his brother, but he won't be far off. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you um, Enjoy one it. last one last time. If you can just let us know where we can find you guys. Yeah, so we're at Wiseman Safepod on Twitter, slash X, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. But as I said before, not on TikTok, but I don't know why. So it's, it's, it's X, it's Facebook, it's Instagram, uh, at Wiseman Safepod. Brilliant. Thank you very much. 
I should say that uh, on the podcast platform is also Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Acast, all on there. So. Brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Much appreciated for coming me. on. Uh, it's been ace. Uh, thank you once again, Mark, as well, uh, for thank joining you. me. Um, so, yeah, uh, all I've got to say is just remember where you can find us on X, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and uh, we're partnered with the uh, Anecdote Sports Bar. I'm losing my words, can't remember. Uh, we're also sponsored by Right Steel Fabrications. Uh, please go and like and subscribe everything that we do. Uh, this will be going out. Uh, I'll edit tonight and this will go out some point tonight. Jimmy, just to let you know that I'll link you in anything that we do with this uh, and we'll send it over to you guys as well, like I did before. And then if you can share it around your guys, that'd be much appreciated. Will do. Thank Thanks you very you. much. So Appreciate again, thank you very much for uh, for coming on. Thank you very much for listening and watching. And we'll see you hopefully very soon. Thank you very much. Cup final and catch it!